Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for returning for another segment of Health Professional Radio. We'll be speaking with Dr. Deborah Young in this segment. She's joining us here as Director of the Division of Behavioral Research for the Kaiser Permanente Southern California Department of Research and Evaluation. She's going to talk about the findings of a study that was published by the American Journal of Preventive Medicine that found that increased levels of physical activity are associated with less severe COVID-19 outcomes, regardless of risk factors. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Young. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Neil. Happy to be here. Well, a brief look into your professional background, if you would. Uh, tell us what you love about your position there at Kaiser. Sure. So um, I had a, a varied career, um, mostly in, the ac- in academic um, environments, and came to Kaiser Permanente about 10 years ago. And what I love about it is that um, we're really able to do work that benefits our um, members of Kaiser Permanente and the communities in which they live um, and really have an opportunity to give um, uh, direct and quick feedback to our um, members about ways that they can improve their health um, throughout their lifespans. What was it about the link between exercise and COVID-19 outcomes that was study-worthy? Sure. So, you know, as I think pretty much everyone knows now, there are so many health benefits, both mental health and physical health benefits that are associated with physical activity, um, particularly when it's done regularly. And there are um, some growing um information about potentially uh, um, uh, better outcomes um, with infections and um, the inflammatory markers that um, are associated with infections um, seem to be uh, reduced with um, uh, regular physical activity. And so we, we thought it'd be interesting to look at those who are regularly physically active or even, you know, even less than regularly physically active to determine, you know, if, if they are active, you know, is it possible that there, um, has less of an, uh, adverse effect with, um, COVID outcomes than, um, those who are, you know, not participating in any kind of physical activity. So how did you and your colleagues go about uh, conducting this study? How was it designed and who were the uh, people that that you looked for to participate? Sure. So this was a retrospective cohort study, which means we looked back in time for um, our exposure. In this case was um, physical activity. Uh, Kaiser Permanente is one of the few large healthcare systems that um, assesses physical activity at every outpatient visit. So we looked back in time for um, our members of which um, across um, Southern California, we have about um, close to 5 million members, both adults and children, but we were looking specifically at at adults. But we looked at um, people who had, had had at least three measures of physical activity in the prior two years um, before becoming infected with COVID. And it was important for us to look at that, those three, those two years prior and those three measurements to really get a sense of like, what is their usual physical activity pattern? So 
um, we found about um, almost 200,000 people who had um, COVID um, were, you know, in their electronic medical records were um, uh, diagnosed with COVID. Um, this was between uh, January 1st and 2020 through um, the end of May in 2021, kind of before uh, the vaccinate the vaccines were readily available. So we are catching people uh, free of vaccine. And then um, we categorized the um, adults based on their um, physical activity level. We put them into five different categories. And then we also looked at um, the, the different, what we call subgroups. So we looked at people, we looked at um, men versus women. We looked at um, different age categories. We looked at um, different racial ethnic groups. Um, and then we also looked for uh, different um, body mass index categories or level of weight. And then we looked at um, common chronic conditions such as hypertension, either people with hypertension or without hypertension, and also then with and without cardiovascular disease. So we had all these subgroups of folks, which we were able to do because we had so many um, members who had been infected with cardiovascular, with excuse me, with COVID, um, and then looked at their outcomes. Um, after they, um, you know, had an infection, were, you know, um, based on their physical activity level, were they more likely to um, be hospitalized, to go into what we're calling um, um, a deterioration event, which is going to into the ICU or something similar, care similar to an ICU, and then um, finally death. Um, this was within 90 days after um being diagnosed with um, COVID-19. And we found great um, what we call dose response effects in which the more physical activity a person reported, um, the lower the risk of um, having one of those um, negative um, adverse COVID-19 um, events. Was there a difference in the type of physical activity? You put them into five categories of physical activity. Were we talking uh, certain people that only did cardio or people that, that hiked or, or swam? I only wish we had that information. Mm -hmm. um, this, is, uh, this is an assessment that is done very quickly. Um, we call it the exercise vital sign or EVS. And it's done at the same time when someone's getting their blood pressure and temperature taken. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's a very, it, there are two quick questions, you know, um, you know, do you, are you, do you exercise, you know, regularly, or, you know, do the, you know, do you exercise? And then how often do you typically, how many days a week do you typically exercise and how many, um, and how long? Mm -hmm. So based on that information, um, our um, electronic health record behind the scenes puts people into, um, you know, an estimated minutes per week. And then from that, that's what we use to um, uh, put people into these categories. The lowest category was the, or the, was the group that said they did not do anything, um, and they consistently said in these at least these three times in the prior two years that they didn't do anything. And then the people at the highest category at level five are those who said, um, I exercise at least 150 minutes per week, um, and they said that every time that they um, uh, were asked that question. And um, 
if you're not familiar, 150 minutes per week is our the national um, uh, guidelines recommendation for physical activity. But it's a very it's very nebulous. We don't know what they're doing. You mentioned the the different racial and ethnic demographics, uh, age groups and whatnot. Were the associations between exercise and COVID-19 outcomes consistent across those uh, different groups? And then give us a website where we can learn more. Sure. The, um, yes. And, and, you know, that was what was so exciting to me is, you know, we know that that there are different adverse events based on um, race and ethnicity, um, you know, with with COVID. But what we saw is across all of the different categories, the, the, the groups that were more active, um, you know, if it irrespective of being white, Hispanic, black, or Asian Pacific Islander, the more active a person was, um, the lower their um, their risk of or their odds of um, adverse events. Give us a website where we can learn more about this study and um, what's going on at Kaiser Permanente. Sure. You can find more information on kp-fcalresearch.org. Dr. Young, I appreciate you lending us some of your time this evening. Thank you so much for joining us here on Health Professional Radio. You're welcome. Thanks for the opportunity to um, share our work. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Deborah Young. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at Anchor Spotify, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com health professional radio